it's Lena Rosetto Casper here with our special series of podcasts based on our new book, The Splendid Tables, How to Eat Weekends. It's a book about letting loose in the kitchen at least two days a week. Now, my co-author and partner in crime, producer Sally Swift, is here as well. Hey, Lynn. You finally let me out again. Yeah, I did. Years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part of what we're doing here is we hope to get you out of your safety zone and into some new places of real enjoyable eating with friends and family. And today, we're going to talk about one of Lynn's favorite subjects and something she is really good at, boosting and building flavors. The trick's behind it, because there are some, aren't there, Lynn? Yeah, there are. And I want to start with something really basic, Mm -hmm. which is salt and when to salt. If you want to reduce the amount of salt you use and you want to get really great flavor in your food, salt at the beginning of cooking because every stage of a dish should taste fabulous if you were to stop it right there. And so when you salt something at the beginning, you're doing that basis, that foundation of taste. You could, if you have a long cooking thing and you taste it in the middle, you might want to add salt. But the really important thing is just before you're going to serve it, taste it again. And the truth of the matter is you wind up using less salt by seasoning that way because you're building a base. And you do the same technique for layering with herbs or seasoning. Yeah. yeah. So you would start a dish with maybe a little basil and cook it and Mm -hmm. go through. And then again, at the end, you re-anoint it with that basil to bring that flavor all the way through. If you want to cut down on what you're spending, especially Mm -hmm. in cold weather when herbs are really expensive, use a dry herb at the beginning of cooking and use, if you have want to use a fresh herb, a small amount at the end is going to just go poof. It's going to boost it up. Yeah. But Sally, there's something that you do, which is also done at the beginning of cooking, the Mexican food that you do. Yeah. You know, one of the best things I have learned in my Mexican forays is that Mexicans roast so many things and they char so many things. And what it does is it gives this dimension of flavor you get double the flavor from, say, for instance, a jalapeno. You know what a fresh jalapeno tastes like and how bright and green and citrusy it is. You take that and you char it, and then you taste it, and it is an entirely different beast. It still has the body of the jalapeno, but it has this earthiness and this meatiness. And pureeing a jalapeno and adding it to, this is what, you know, their salsas are based on this, of yeah, course, exactly. and their boles yeah. and their pipian. Yeah. And, It works with so many things, though. Garlic, you just simply toast cloves of garlic, unpeeled. They get caramely and soft. You peel them, you pop them in. It's a whole other beast. It's a lovely, lovely technique. And, like, for instance, the best time to do it, I think, is when you have a bad tomato, absolutely no flavor. Broil it to death. Char that baby and puree it up, and you have an entirely Are you saying essentially burn the sucker? Burn the sucker. And you will have, you'll take that into a whole other realm. I mean, it's a really great technique. And it's a great technique when you're in a hurry. Absolutely. Because you can take almost anything and use, you know, don't brown the onion. Put it, just toast it on a cookie sheet, for goodness sakes. Exactly. In the oven or on top of the stove. Grill it. If your grill is going. Yeah. You know. And then throw that into the pot. Yep. Yeah. And cook that with the tomatoes for the exactly. tomato sauce or make a soup or whatever. Yeah, and anything you brown like that, which is cooked, you can pop, really just pop in a freezer bag and pop it in your freezer and keep it, and you have it. Now, Lynn, you know, I have learned many things from you over the years, including some amazing makeup tricks like using lipstick as blush, which I will tell you more about <laughs> later someday, everyone. But um, one of the That's another podcast, yeah. <laughs> one of the best things I have ever learned from you is the way you use vinegar to sweeten things. This is the thing that always intrigued me. When you boil down vinegar, you still have some acidity, but it gets sweet. 
And if you've got a halfway decent vinegar, and I mean even a supermarket right. cider vinegar, and you boil that down, especially if you do it with a bit of fat, you know, you've already cooked a piece of fish in the pan, and then you add a splash of the vinegar, and you could add garlic or spices or whatever, and you boil that down until it's 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 almost a, just a film, mm-hmm. you get a taste the likes of which you cannot imagine. Now, you can also take this another step. For instance, if you add a little bit of that roasted tomato Mm -hmm. to it, even the crummy tomato, you're going to get another dimension of taste. Acid draws out dimensions of flavor. And the thing about it is that when you concentrate these vinegars, you get a sauce. And the French call it something very fancy, gastrique. Isn't that the most horrible? It is, I but mean, how fancy we can do this in our own kitchens. Yeah, and the gastrique. Now, if you watch Top Chef and that kind of thing, right. you're going to find all They're the, all over the place. Yeah, well, my gastrique, I do it. <gasps> but a gastrique is where you use something sweet, usually sugar and vinegar, and you boil it down to a syrup. And that's that, simple. Beautiful. Absolutely. Simple Drizzle answer. that over a piece of salmon. I have one last thing to say about building flavors, and that is all of those bottles of spices that you have had in your cupboard since Thanksgiving oh, yeah. uh-huh. 1997, throw them away and start over. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't live on forever. I love it. And the family that wrote to us and said that every New Year's Day, they gather around the fireplace and throw the whole year's spices away. Spices into the fire. Such a great tradition. I mean, family that does that together, you know they're a solid group. Anyway, thanks for joining us today. For a more detailed guide to the stuff you hear here, including a recipe for cider glazed chicken, which will put some of these techniques to work, take a look at our book, How to Eat Weekends. You'll find information at splendidtable.org. Nice to talk to you. We'll be back soon. You have a great weekend. <laughs>